Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. On, on the political scene, uh, one of the Democratic candidates is Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and made a speech. And apparently, he quoted a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then he was charged also with taking part of Bobby Kennedy's speeches. And Biden says, not to worry, he reassured his staff. He said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Johnny Carson. And of course, everyone in America recognized that as a Franklin Delano Roosevelt line. And uh, Joe Biden didn't. And so, Joe Biden uh, going all the way back. Not an honest man. Not a good man. Not an original man. Much easier just to uh, steal other people's stuff. There's a lot of that going on out there, I've noticed. I have noticed that. Well, happy Tuesday uh, to you and welcome on the, uh, this, the glide slope to Christmas. And Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. And uh, Kwanzaa, you know, which was invented by that ex-convict that tortured the woman with the iron. Not really a great foundation for uh, religion, but... Maybe I'm just old-fashioned or something like that. I, pretty amazing. It's uh, going to be wah-wah-wah. Uh, the, uh, the world is an amazing place. The FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the intelligence community involved in massive uh, Democrat Party operations, censoring speech, uh, killing news stories that might be detrimental to the Biden campaign and to the Democrats on the lead-up to the presidential election of 2020. And, of course, the FBI has been involved in meddling in elections since at least 2016 and after 2016. Then they stood up a team of 80 FBI agents, 80 FBI agents that were dedicated to crushing the truth and destroying America. I think that's the short version. We'll get into the details because Twitter files part seven dropping yesterday. And it has been learned that the Department of Justice was actively taking actions to discredit true stories about Hunter Biden and his foreign business dealings and more. And this Yoel Roth, their chief censor, um, is in the middle of it again. And the FBI is in the middle of it. And the intelligence community. And then this is the stuff of Banana Republics, ladies and gentlemen. And now it's the United States of America because the left is here. They're not liberals. They're the left and uh, everyone knows it. Well, not everyone, perhaps. And we've got a news media that simply doesn't report on the news. Uh, but we're also, we're, uh, Mike and I, we were talking this morning about the Stanford University list, the Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative by the Pocket, the People of Color in Technology, and 
the Stanford CIO Council, because they the CIO, the Congress of Industrial Organizations Council, I don't know, even know what it is. The goal is the elimination of harmful language. See, and we got this uh, Kamala Harris talking about this yesterday. Now we have that Kamala Harris talking about that because she was talking about how important it is to crush free speech in America. She's anti-free speech, too. Not the brightest person in the world, but she's in favor of crushing free speech, isn't she? So what I would say about any social media site is this. I would I fully expect and would require that leaders in that sector cooperate and work with us who are concerned about national security, concerned about upholding and protecting our democracy, to do everything in their power to ensure that there is not a, 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 a manipulation um, that is allowed um, or overlooked that is, is done with the intention of upending the security of our democracy and our nation. That's right. She's concerned that free speech uh, must be stopped because of the security of our nation and our democracy. I think she means our constitutional republic. Uh, But it's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Kamala Harris talking to National Panhandler Radio. Your truck. With a, hey, your truck. With a leftist sitting there nodding in agreement Uh, spittle running down their chins, and she would require, that's a state uh, government requirement, big tech to work with us, that means the Democrat Party, to ensure that there's no manipulation, that means free speech, uh, that would upend the security of our democracy and our nation because they don't believe in free speech. They're, They're not America people. They're leftists. And they're not on our side, and they haven't been for a long time. Some of them are too stupid to know. Kamala Harris and uh, Joe Biden are both effectively non-compass mentis, uh, probably not up to standing trial for the many crimes they've committed. But uh, pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. they got to work to ensure big tech. This is the government's plan under the Democrat Party, which does fit to a T Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. But pay no attention to that. Simultaneously, at the Stanford University, they've got uh, speech codes that are pretty incredible, I've got to say. Uh, Don't uh, call a drug addict an addict. You call the uh, drug addict a person with a substance use disorder. And don't say they're addicted. Say they're devoted, hopelessly devoted to crack. Someone is not a basket case. They are nervous. There are no blind reviews. It's an anonymous review because the word blind has been banned. You see, pretty amazing stuff. And uh, don't say handicapped parking. Say it's accessible parking. I would hope that all parking is accessible. You're trying to get a car in there, you know, so it would have to be accessible. Wouldn't? Uh, don't refer to Joe Biden as mentally ill. Say he's a person living with a mental health condition. See? He's not lame, you would say. He's uncool or boring. This is uh, what the Stanford University, it's uh, a uh, highly regarded university in the United States of America. And I, I, I love this because the ableist category has a lot of uh, things. Most of them refer to Joe Biden. 
Retard is on the list. Do not say retard. Can you say retard? You know, you want to retard the progress of the fire in the forest. Uh, Retard, it says you should instead say neurodivergent person. A neurodivergent person. That's uh, what you should call Joe Biden at the dinner table with your Democrat relatives. Did you see the poll that, what is it, uh, 76% of us say we have no intention of avoiding politics this Christmas? Because, you know, we've given up. Just, you know, I'm not, all right, enough of being polite. You know, if you're a leftist moron and you're sitting at the dinner table, um, you know, you might, uh, you know, get a little, because uh, I, I just saw Josh Ernest, who was Barack Obama's White House press secretary, on the television this morning talking about the travels, because now he's the spokesman for United Airlines. See, Josh Ernest. It's, he was the ironically named Josh Ernest since to Josh is to kid someone, but to be earnest is to be earnest. So he's named Josh Ernest. He's got an oxymoronic name. But now he's the guy who uh, told us from the White House podium that you should go home and bring politics to your crazy uncle at the dinner table at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, at Easter. If Congress were actually interested in doing that, they'd pass a law that would prevent somebody who's on the terror watch list from being able to buy a gun. That's what Congress could do. And as people are, are sitting around the Thanksgiving table talking about these issues, as they should, and as I'm sure they will all across the country, I hope that's a, disc- a question that will be raised and asked by members uh, around the table. Yeah, that's right. You should bring a Democrat Party gun argument to the Thanksgiving dinner table. That's, uh, that sounds like a good idea. But the Democrats have been pushing that from the White House and from their media, uh, their high perch, for so long now that the overwhelming majority of us are saying, I'm not going to avoid politics at Christmas time. I'm going to roll over the moron. Or wait a minute, excuse me, the neurodivergent person. That sounds like something that we shouldn't be saying. <laughs> yeah, so don't say retard. Uh, say person with a cognitive disability or a neurodivergent person. That would apply, of course, to lunch bucket Joe Biden. And, uh, and then they add, don't say retarded, say boring or uncool. Those don't actually have the same meaning, do they? Those are different words. See, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. But you know what I noticed, Chris? What'd you notice? There's no correction for pedophile. There is no correction for pedophile. They said, don't say pedophile, because that's actually kind of, that's kind of tricky with Democrats. If you say, a lot of Democrats don't like pedophile or child molester. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps, minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's right. Don't, you know, because Democrats don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. See? Don't say tone deaf. Say unenlightened. Why? No reason. Don't say spaz. Say clumsy. Spaz is more expressive, isn't it? I think it's more fun. As well. And this ageism. Don't say that someone is a gray beard. Now, a gray beard is a term of reverence. It's a, a term that is used to describe um, a person who is perhaps more senior than yourself, uh, who may have a gray beard or may not, uh, but is, uh, brings wisdom based on experience. A gray beard. Well, that's, you know, the young, um, you know, the spring chickens will ask their gray beards for their advice and counsel because the gray beards bring wisdom. They are senior to us. You know, the word senator is based in the, in the same word that the word senior is based in, uh, senior and ranking. But don't say gray beard because that's wrong. Um, 
And and what's the alternative? Because they give you alternatives. Don't say Graybird. Use the person's name. Well, you can always do that, but you know, uh, uh, calling the person a Graybeard is a descriptor. You see, you nitwit. Can you say nitwit? That's uh, pretty amazing. Don't say senile. Say person suffering from senility. I look at it this way. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? That's a very deep question. Too old to be president. That's it, man. Uh, and then they've got, uh, they've got uh, amazing stuff here. Colonialism is one of the categories. But there's only one entry under colonialism, which is kind of surprising. And uh, here's what you should not say. You should not say Philippine Islands. But uh, I've been to the Philippines. Uh, the country is an archipelago. It's, uh, it's made up of a great many islands. Uh, the Philippine Islands. Don't say Philippine Islands because that is apparently prejudicial or hurtful in some way. They know their islands. They live on them, the Filipinos. You should say Philippines or the Republic of the Philippines, but not Philippine Islands. These people are suffering from cognitive uh, issues here. They really are, honestly. Um, they're dealing with a mental health condition, I, I think, is probably the problem with these people. They've, uh, they've got uh, some neurodivergent issues they do. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't say bury the hatchet. This is culturally inappropriate. You should say call for peace, call a truce, but don't say bury the hatchet. Okay. What well, reminds us of um, Paul Pelosi being at home in his kitchen? What is, uh, what is with that? Don't say chief. What if he's the chief? Say the person's name. What if, uh, well, that it could be, uh, what if he's a chief petty officer? Can you say because they're referred to as chief in the United States Navy. What if you're the chief operating officer? Can you use it there, the CEO, the chief executive officer, the CEO? Indian of descent Americans are taking over the country. Indian of descent Americans are taking over the country, says our commander-in-chief. Uh-oh, there he is. Pretty amazing. Just say the person's name. Don't say Geronimo. Unless, of course, you're SEAL Team 6 and you're going into a compound in Abbottabad and you just shot uh, Osama bin Laden in the head. Uh, and then you say Geronimo KIA because that's what Rob O'Neill said into the microphone because his code name was Geronimo for uh, Osama bin Laden. And when he was shot and killed, Geronimo KIA, Geronimo killed in action. I think it's good there. Don't say guru. Say subject matter expert. We're just going to wipe out uh, everything. We're going to wipe out all cultural references everywhere. Um, and uh, it, it goes on and on. Uh, don't say Pocahontas. And then the alternative to Pocahontas, they give you alternatives. Say the person's name. All right, everybody, let's say the person's name. Elizabeth Warren. My papa had high cheekbones like all of the Indians do. Don't say powwow. Just say a get-together. Well, we're having a powwow in this case. There is more. There is uh, there's more because this is the Democrat Party today. You know, the federal government just rolled out the biggest threat to privacy and freedom in years, and there have been many. It's called the digital dollar. It's also called Order 14067, and it gives the federal government unprecedented power to control your money and your spending. You need to get out of cash fast. 
Call 888-446-5320 to get your very own personal wealth protection guide. Because my friends at American Alternative Assets are standing by to help you protect your retirement savings, your nest egg, by rolling over your IRA or your 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while still maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. It'll answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. Call now, 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, I'm not done. There are more. It actually, it hasn't even become insulting yet. It becomes insulting soon, though. We're at 888-630-9625. Although they seem strange to us, we must respect the ways of the Indian. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Don't say too many chiefs, not enough Indians. It trivializes the structure of indigenous communities. Well, they have chiefs and Indians, don't they? How many chiefs? Is everybody a chief? No. All right, let's uh, let's go. Let's go to uh, Bill calling from Tappahannock, Virginia. Bill, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. I'm glad you brought this substance abuse, substance abuse disorder mess up. I'm not proud of it, but I was anybody's definition of a drunk for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Now, I am an alcoholic. I, it's, been, it's going on 15 years since I've had a drink, and thanks to the God above, everything's intact and everything's recovered and everything's fine, but I will always be an alcoholic. One of the big things about facing an addiction is you have to face what you are. Nobody ever sat on my chest over 30 years and poured a drink down my throat that I didn't want. It's on me. And until you realize that, you're not going to get better. And you're not doing anybody any favors by trying to use flowery language to change it. I think you're an alcohol-challenged individual uh, more than anything with a disorder. This is The Chris Plant Show. If you know someone that's uh, attending Stanford University, get them out now. Come on. Get them out now. This is uh, this is mental. What is it? What do they uh, call it? This is neurodivergent. Yeah, it's neurodivergent. This is uh, it's run by neurodivergent people. Joe Biden is neurodivergent. Uh, that's for sure. They've got a lot of gender, uh, gender-based things, too, because, you know, the Democrats, they're very screwed up in the head, uh, especially when it comes to gender. Isn't that true? Ask any liberal how many genders there are and watch the look on their face. Hours of entertainment. 
It's more fun than like confusing a cat with a laser on the kitchen floor. This is how many genders are there? They don't know. And also with uh, gender-based language. They have uh, words you shouldn't use and then they what you should use. Preferred pronouns. They put the word preferred in quotation marks. Now, this is what they've been, this is the language that they, the left, the gender dysphoric left, has been using for years now. And they say, you should instead just use pronouns. Because, you know, the word preferred suggests that non-binary gender identity is a choice and a preference. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. This is like, um, you know, sexual preference. When Amy Coney Barrett was being interrogated by the Democrats, uh, she's on the Supreme Court now, and she said sexual preference. And then the Democrats pounded the table because they're really dumb And then the dictionary online changed the definition and made it offensive to refer to sexual preference as sexual preference. And and so you shouldn't say preferred pronouns. You should just say, what's the alternative? Just say pronouns. Because it's not your preferred pronoun. It's mandatory. It's the only thing you can live with. Don't say congressman or congresswoman. Say congressperson. Sure, you guys are, you're... uh, dealing with some neurodivergent issues. You you honestly are. Don't say fireman. Say firefighter. Because fireman, you know, that's got the word man in it. Don't say freshman, you know, like your first year at college. Say first year student. That's much better. Yeah, that's what freshman means, first year student. But you know why they have a problem with it? The word man is in there. And, you know, blank masculinity but um bump 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 bottom bottom bump 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 bottom bottom blank masculinity the democrats have made the only possible answer toxic the uh, you know the party of uh, jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself and harvey swinstein oh just speaking of which did you see the democrat harvey swinstein i saw it right there in the newspaper today uh the democrat harvey swinstein was found guilty of more crimes yesterday in Los Angeles, California, more sexual crimes. It's important to remember that the Democrats all knew that Harvey Weinstein was a, a.k.a. Harvey Swinstein, was a serial sex abuser and a serial rapist. And uh, you know who one of the people that he sexually assaulted was? The current first lady of the state of California, Gavin Newsom's wife, uh, years ago, he sexually assaulted her. But everybody in California knew this. Everybody in, uh, you know, everybody that uh, knows stuff about the Hollywood people. Uh, everybody knew this. This was widely known. And the Democrat Party uh, had known this for years and years and years and didn't really say anything about it because they're all on the same team. They gave him standing ovations and stuff. But he was found guilty yet again of more sex crimes and... Uh, and again, the Democrat Party was at levels high and low from coast to coast. They were complicit in these years and years and years of sex crimes by Harvey Swinstein, who is a grotesque pig and is now going to spend the rest of his life in prison. He's never going to get out unless he's got some kind of crooked thing in the works. But Harvey Swinstein found guilty of more sex crimes 
And uh, gosh, why would that be a problem? Um, and it's just buried in the Washington Post because they don't want to talk about it because everybody was in on it. Just like Matt Lauer at uh, NBC, they were paying him millions of dollars, flying him into work by helicopter every day from his estate out on Long Island. And then he had this buzzer under his desk like it's a Marx Brothers movie, and he'd lock the doors to his office uh, high on a high floor in Rockefeller Center in a corner office, and then he'd chase the women around with a horn and, um, no, like the kind that goes honk, honk. And, uh, <laughs> and that's all okay. Because the Democrat Party, they're, they're okay with all that. They are. Uh, but they've got real issues with words, like congressmen and firemen and freshmen. They don't like those. Those are bad. Don't say guys. Like, hey, guys, say folks or people or everyone. You guys need help, all right? And that's, I said guys deliberately. That's, don't say ladies, say everyone. Don't say hermaphrodite, so many of them are. Don't say hermaphrodite, which is the proper and appropriate Latin term for, you know, half man, half woman. Say intersex person. Say intersex person. Because there are a lot of them. Don't say landlord or landlady. Say property owner. But I'm triggered by the word owner because, you know, slavery. And also, don't say trigger warning which is another one of their terms. They're banning all their own terms, like they're taking down portraits of all the Democrats in the Capitol because they're all racists, taking down statues of Democrats because they're all Klansmen and Confederates and racists. Don't say mankind because I smell man stink. There's a man in here somewhere. These, uh, these people, this is here. Don't say policeman or policewoman. Why not? That's uh, the correct uh, terminology. No, no, you should say police officer. You don't want to identify the gender of the police officer. Don't say she, like uh, she just stole my lunch. Don't say she. Say what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say the person's name or they. Well, what if they're just one person? What if she is just one person? Uh, these people are unwell. Don't say she male. Another one of their terms, say transgender woman, because that's much better. Now, this is some of the best part, because uh, this is these people are unwell. Imprecise language. You should not say American. Don't say American. You're not an American, because this is Stanford University, because the term often refers to people from the United States only. Now, it always refers to people from the United States only thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas, which is actually made up of 42 countries. See, you say you're American because that way everyone everywhere in the world knows what you're talking about. But if you want to turn the language upside down and shake it by its ankles, then you can do this. Don't say American. You should say U.S. citizen. Uh, I'm going to stick with American. U.S. citizen applies when you're you know, uh, going through passport control in uh, Ouagadougou, you know, a uh, U.S. citizen? Yes, a U.S. citizen. Oh, an American, they say, in Ouagadougou. Sure, because that's the thing. Uh, just above that, this is, <laughs> this is great. Don't say abort. Don't say abort, right? Now, why would you not say abort? Like, what if you're, uh, you're in a fighter jet, your plane is uh, crashing, you've lost power, 
abort, abort. See, that's, uh, that's what you say. Uh, you got a mission to the moon and uh, everything goes wrong. Abort, abort. Um, I assume they're talking about... Um, so it's, you, should, you should not say abort. You should say cancel or end. You're going to cancel your pregnancy. You're going to cancel your, your baby, right? But don't say abort, Stanford University says. This term can unintentionally raise religious slash moral concerns over abortion. That's why you should not use the term. What if you want to do it in order to raise uh, moral concerns over abortion and religious concerns? Would it be okay then, Stanford? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Huh? You should say cancel or end instead of abort. That's what they say. Because it could unintentionally or even intentionally raise religious or moral concerns over abortion. Uh, Also, uh, do not say, uh, this is a great, don't say child prostitute. Don't say child prostitute. Jodie Foster did not play child prostitute and taxi driver. Um, And uh, we'll leave Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton out of it for now. You should say child who has been trafficked. Not child prostitute. Trafficked in what sort of way? Well, you know, prostitution. Oh, a child prostitute. I mean, honestly, these people. And then you keep going on. Can you say these people? I think you can. And then, listen, you should not say Hispanic. You should not say Hispanic. You know what you should say, don't you? Because Hispanic is wrong. It says right here, although widely used to describe people from Spanish-speaking countries outside Spain... Its roots lie in Spain's colonization of South American countries. Instead of referring to someone as Hispanic because of their name or appearance, ask them how they identify themselves first. Latinx. See, Joe Biden knows. And then it says the alternatives that you should consider using instead of Hispanic would be Latinx, which is how you would pronounce L-A-T-I-N-X. Latinx, comma, use of country of origin. Latinx. It's Latinx, so not only an ethnic group, but a bathroom tissue at the same time, which is, uh, which is uh, very nice. That's, uh, that's, don't use Hispanic, use Latinx. Latinx. See, Latinx, this is because uh, um, Spanish and other Latin language are gender-specific, and they have... Latino, meaning man, Latina, meaning woman, right? Because they actually uh, enjoy the gender differences. I don't want to stereotype, but um, remember they were accusing um, uh, Latin men, Latino men of being macho just about five minutes ago. And uh, and that's bad because masculinity is toxic, right? That's because they're a bunch of femmes, I'm going like this with my hand, femmes. And, and uh, the thing is, another thing, I don't want to stereotype, but Latin American countries, they like the fact that women are beautiful and feminine and gracious and lovely and sexy even. That's, I don't want to stereotype, but that's kind of a Latin American thing. That sounds like something that we shouldn't be saying. Indeed. So uh, Latinx, there is Latinx. Don't say Indian giver. A person who, you should instead say, a person who takes something back that was given. 
Well, that's what an Indian giver is. That's why you say Indian giver. It's a shortcut to that really long phrase. One who expects an equivalent gift in return for what one was given. That's, I call that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and anybody in the Biden family. Also, don't say Indian summer. You should say late summer. Well, those are not interchangeable. That's not what the term Indian summer means. Indian summer means that you're uh, very late in the summer and you have an unexpected period of warm and beautiful weather uh, as you're entering fall and the cooler months. And then you experience Indian summer. And uh, that's why we use that term instead of just saying late summer, which is a reference to the calendar. See, whereas Indian summer is a reference to the weather late in the summer being unusually and unexpectedly nice. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. To fully, am I, I'm not joking. Once again, he was not joking. He's very often not joking. You can't say Karen. You can't say Karen because the term is used to ridicule or demean a certain group of people based on their behaviors. Well, yeah, that's the whole point, <laughs> obviously. It's, you know, uh, based on the behaviors of the people at Stanford University, I, I've got to say that you people are dealing with uh, gender-confused, neurodivergent episodes. Um, you, you people are truly unwell. Don't say thug. Say suspect or criminal. You don't want to say thug, you know, like thug life rep records and, you know, thug life and uh, all that stuff. Although the term refers to a violent person or a criminal, it often takes on a racist connotation when used in certain circles. In the circle fest, let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Victor calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. Victor, you're on the Chris Plant show. Oh, I am laughing my head off. <laughs> I know I'm blind, so what's the point? <laughs> uh, my real estate friend Brad called me up one time and said here's some phrases you tell me uh and you know give me give me your reaction well the house uh, i cannot say the house has a view it might offend a blind person i said well i need to know what kind of a view it's got because i like to dx look for distant radio and tv stations so don't worry about that you can't say the house has a master bedroom it might offend a black person you can't say the house is within walking distance it might offend somebody in a wheelchair and then when i go to a restaurant what really bugs me is sometimes the waiter or waitress will say and what will he have and thanks to my best girl she's figured all this out now she'll say i don't know why don't you ask him (laughs) <laughs> and then later on, how's the food doing? And I'll say, oh, look this up on your list here. Um, I would say it passes the blind taste test. What about a blind taste? I mean, Chris, go through the list and see what they substitute for blind taste test and blind date. Oh, yeah, that's that's here. That's on the that's on the list, as a matter of fact. It is. Yeah, you can't you can't say that. Um I know I saw that in here. It's it's uh, pretty. Yeah, this is this is the left. You know, maybe a few more rules. Don't say graybeard. Just use the person's name. Don't say tone deaf. I honestly, they've got it right here. Don't say retard. Say neurodivergent person, or just use their name, Joe Biden. You're listening to the Chris Plant Show. Uh, 
And for Victor, who is blind, what do you say a blind date? Don't say blind date. Say a date with someone you're sure not to like because they can't get a date on their own. That's not really in here. That's just mine. But it does have blind review. Don't say blind review. Say anonymous review. Don't say blind study. Say masked study. All right? Also, they have don't say long time no see. Long time no see. That's insulting to Chinese people. So don't say long time no see. Don't say no can do stereotypes of non-native English speakers. See? You can't say it. Also, it says don't say African-Americans. Say black. And they've got a paragraph on, on that. Don't say African-American. But you just, like, whipped people into submission to make sure everybody said African-American. That's right. Don't say whipped people into submission. Black people who were born in the United States can interpret hyphenating their identity, you know, African-American, as othering. Othering. They like, this is a men- We really can't build a society around mental illness. And that's what's happening in the United States of America universities and the democrat party let's go to the phones michael let's go to marcus calling from gainesville virginia marcus you're on the chris plant show hi chris i just want to tell you how much i enjoyed listening to your humor through the day and victor was absolutely hilarious it was it was just great (laughs) yeah he's great we know victor he's been calling in since we first started doing radio yep so my my comment is I think that this name phrases thing is going to trickle down the names, and it probably already has. I wonder if Stanford is going to kick out all the students named Richard. Richard? Why Richard? (laughs) Well, I was reading an article in the Huffington Post, and it was about the comic book character Dick Tracy. So what they did, they uh, spelled his name out D blank blank blank. (laughs) because <laughs> they wouldn't want to offend anyone it's a little it's a little bit of a touchy thing if you will if i may use that term in this context yep and, and one more quick thing the, the sporting goods store dicks are they going to have to change their name i uh, i would certainly there got to be protests outside i they also condemn hip hip hooray hip hip hooray don't say hip hip hooray they claim that Germans chanted hip, hip, hooray during the Holocaust, but it's actually a British uh, turn of phrase. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.